Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports, have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. We have reached midweek. Welcome to a Wednesday edition of Sports Scene ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. I'm Steve Russell. Time to eat some lunch and talk some sports. Jose Tovar is our producer extraordinaire today. Uh, I'm anxious today to get a pulse of Gator Nation. Uh, I was on a television station today in Montgomery talking about the the, uh, Alabama game. And uh, this is Florida's biggest game in a while. Based on winning seven of eight, being ranked, being able to get a a win on the road against a top 15 team, et cetera. Give me your thoughts. Jose is going to take the unofficial poll here. Does Florida win tonight or not? Tell me why you think they will, why you think they won't. I would be stunned if this game is not a high-scoring deal. Both teams' strengths are offense, and they are improving but not yet good uh, on defense. Gator baseball. How about Liam Peterson? Now you know why. Now look, one start doesn't mean you're going to be Cy Young, but now you understand why Kevin O'Sullivan put him in the weekend rotation. He was dominant last night. Seven strikeouts, the most by a Gator, in his collegiate debut since Pierce Coppola. And uh, the Gator Bats woke up, and Flora got a seven-inning run rule win. Second part of the home-and-home tonight here. Florida's now 23-4 and in regular season non-conference games dating back to last year, won 14 in the last 15. And there's a lot more non-conference games coming up. And Florida's won 15 in the last 16 against UNF. So it's pretty good success there. Uh, In the SEC yesterday, you know who has gotten off to a rough start? Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt was beaten by Dayton yesterday, 8-5. to And Mississippi State might be, at this point, the worst team in the SEC. They were beaten again. Austin P beat them three to two. Everybody else who played in the SEC last night won. Tennessee only beat Asheville three to two, uh, but everybody else won. So today I also want to talk football. Been a while since we talked football, hasn't it? It looks like Alabama is going to hire two former either former Gator coaches or former Gators. Christian Robinson looks like he's going to get hired. And Robert Gillespie, former Gator, is probably going to be on the, uh, the be the running backs coach. So there you go. 392-8255. Email srussell at wruf.com. Somebody can correct me here to make sure uh, – that I'm right. 
But I believe because of what Notre Dame's status is, maybe Jose can look this up for me. I believe I'm right in this. Given that you have to be a conference champion, the highest Notre Dame can be is number five. Right? So tell me if I'm wrong in that. I, I believe I'm correct. That that's where they, am I right? Yeah. So that's where they would have to start from. Either they went undefeated. Wow. Interesting. Um, William emails about, uh, he said about Patino yesterday. He says, I should be clear. I'm not saying no development happens in college basketball. Uh, Halk and uh, some of the other bigs clearly been good evaluations. They're a very small part of the team. Five transfers in the starting lineup. It's a big departure from what college basketball used to be, especially during the majority of Patino's career, why I believe he's so frustrated. But that's not what he's talking about, William, at least publicly. He specifically called players out and said, you suck at this. He can't do this. What's that got to do with the transfer portal? And again, I'll say this one more time, you got them. You recruited them. So, and if you don't like it, then do what Coach K did and do what North Carolina's longtime coach did and get out if that's the way it is. He said, with baseball, really impressed with Peterson. Understand UNF isn't that good, but from a maturity, mechanics, and arm talent standpoint, he's the most impressive freshman I've seen since Singer. Yeah, he was good. And I'm going to say again, William, it's one of the reasons why he was in the weekend rotation, and he'll be pitching this weekend too. Steven says the winner tonight will have a point total in the 70s, 80s, 90s, uh, 90s. 90s. I already think 90s. Low 90s, but 90s. The winner. In other words, 91, 85 or something like that. Yes. Patrick, I don't think or expect the Gators to win on the road tonight. I think it's asking too much. Um, well, again, I want to see what anybody else says. This is a terrible time of year. Well, actually, it isn't a terrible time of the year, but what sports talk has been reduced to in a lot of ways, and I've said this many days, and yes, it frustrates me. When there's no controversy, just can't flat talk sports, and I've never understood that. Why can't we talk about the 5-7 model? Why can't we talk about does the NBA need to change the All-Star game? Why can't we talk about, my God, Major League Baseball spring training? It's, it's frustrating sometimes. Uh, Billy says, did you mention the stat about Florida being one? Yeah, I did, about one game under 500 uh, as a program. Yeah, I mentioned it yesterday. If Florida wins tonight... They will even their all-time SEC record. How about that? That's a stunning stat. Uh, we mentioned it yesterday. Uh, a couple of more emails here. Rick says, um, 
all right, I'll bite, I'll talk football, I like the new format, do you think it'll change again? Yes, it'll change again. It'll, it'll change again because I think the whole setup is going to change again. But it does put more teams in the playoff, and that's what a lot of people have been calling for. And it makes for conference championships to matter, and it also makes who you play matter because it's the higher-ranked teams. So I think that's that's good. Uh, don't forget, with all that's going on, I want to tell you about gymnastics. Number two, LSU at number five, Florida, Friday, and it's sold out. That's going to be, it should be great. That should be really fun to see. Uh, and I hope it will be. We're going to get our first guest on here momentarily. Uh, somebody's never been on the show before. Eli Hoff works for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. But I was very intrigued by Missouri's athletic director leaving to go to Arizona. So we'll talk about that when he's on here. Uh, PG, hello. Hey, man. Uh, thanks for taking my call. So you're just asking to talk sports. And Yesterday I, I saw an interview with um, the NCAA president. His name's eluding me. He hasn't been Baker. there long. Baker, yeah. And I think his contract is up soon, um, which is kind of – anyway. But he was explaining his position on a lot of different things and how he's been up, you know, at the, at the Capitol and trying to get, you know, legislation drawn up or at least pushed for that. But the thing that I took away from it, because who knows about that, if that's going to come to fruition or if they even want to touch it, but – the transfer portal. Did you read his comments or see his comments on the portal and how he feels? I've seen previous comments, not from what he said recently, but I've seen his other comments. Well, you know, he's pro-portal. Yes. So he, he, he's actually come out and said he does not think that needs to change. I don't know if he – I'm not going to say what, he, what I think he feels, but I, I wonder if he knows he can't change that, you know, and he's going to back that to kind of, you know – give a caveat to that and then, you know, kind of try to take some things away from the other side. But my point is, you know, if the portal doesn't change and it never, it's, this is the way it is from now on. And he actually talked about coaches and cause you know, coaches have complained, but he said, you know, very few have, have left their, their, their contract for that reason, you know? So, so keep doing your job basically is what he was saying. Yeah. But I also want to, I also want to tell you this though. I don't know that he's because he's asked he's openly lobbied for congress to help yes. so i don't know that he's pro i think i think what he's talking about is that he doesn't want federal laws that would uh tamper with with transferring that's different than the NIL yes and his comments yesterday were were that or not maybe it was 2 days ago basically kids transfer all the time that are non-athletic more now than they ever have and coaches leave and he thinks that they should be portable as athletes and i'm not saying they should or shouldn't but what i'm saying is if this is if this is what it is at least on that side of things every year you know your basketball team gets for the most part six seven players four starters and this is the new world 
you know, I guess everybody adapts. You still like, you know, if you're a Gator fan, you know, you're a Gator fan. But yep. How do you feel if, if just the transfer portal side, because that pushes NIL that, that, that also, um, I think hurts. There's some, there's some cons there, like, like coaching, you know, kids. Heck, when I was young, you know, I thought I knew it all. It's sometimes, you know, the best, you know, developing, you know, and hearing what I'm not good at or, you know, what somebody needs to work on, you know, now you don't necessarily get that. You can just leave, you know, and that's one thing I don't like, you know, but I'm not saying. Well, you can leave at the high school level now. Well, that's actually a big problem. I mean, it's a good thing in some regards. Right. But Um, let's take anything else, PG. There's some good, there's some bad, and it boils down to an individual. Right, I, I, I've always said kid wants to transfer because he's not playing. I get that, but this is a different world, and you you kind of said it. You either adapt to the new world or you go away. And we're seeing some college coaches go away and go to the NFL, for example, because they don't want to deal with it. I totally get it. Yeah, I can see that too. And I just the last thing I'll take it up here. I think it's here to stay. I don't think they're going to change the portal. When I saw that, I just, you know, I just, I just think that's what it is now. So you got to adapt. But anyway, appreciate it, man. Okay, thank, thank you, you, PG. Twelve fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN ninety eight one FM eight fifty AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Sam Jacoby. Today in Gator News, the Gator baseball team will play tonight at home against UNF after scoring their first win of the season last night against UNF 10-0. Coverage of the game will start here at 6.25 p.m. Gator softball also play UNF tonight at 4 p.m. looking for a win after losing to Oklahoma State 3-0 on Monday. Coverage of the game will start here at 3.45 p.m. Many boys high school basketball teams were met with the end of their season last night after losing in the regional finals. Hugh Holtz fell to Wiregrass Ranch 71-62 and Gainesville fell to Ponavidra 58-44 in Class 6A. Hilliard took down Fort White 64-51, but defending state champions Williston High School are advancing to the state semifinals after beating Trenton 95-37. Williston will face Chipley March 1st in the state semifinals. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Sam Jacoby. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. The Rota Hebrew Boys Ranch in Palatka is a secure and safe home with young boys who come from difficult home environments. Guidance, training, safety, all of this, and maybe most importantly, they teach the boys real-life skills. One of them is vehicle repair, and this is where you come in because they need and want your unused or unwanted vehicles. Anything, motorcycle, car, truck, boat, RV, these kids take them, fix them, and because they've been trained on how to fix them, they repair them and resell them, and it's one of the real-life skill lessons they learn. Your donation is tax-deductible, by the way. To find out more about what the Rotohaber Boys Ranch does, the good work that they do, you can Google Boys Ranch Palatka or go to rbr.org. The boys, thank you. 
Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-361-1289. 800-361-1289. That's 800-361-1289. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Kinetics is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury? Don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics Advanced State-of-the-Art Treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. We put security systems on our homes and cars, cybersecurity on our devices. But what about our money? Radiant Credit Union wants to secure your earnings with our adjustable rate certificates. Right now, you can earn 5.45% on a 12-month term. Secure your future now and enjoy the peace of mind that comes with maximizing your savings growth. Visit RadiantCU.org secure and start earning today. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open, $10,000 balance to earn APY, federally insured by NCUA. If you're hungry for fresh, delicious burgers and fries, get yourself over to Dick Bondell's in Gainesville. Try their Florida-raised beef burgers or their juicy herb chicken burger. Add their sweet potato tots or a garden and grain salad. If you haven't had their house-made ice cream sandwich, what are you waiting for? Walk up, drive through, or order ahead online at DickMondell's.com. Better ingredients make a better meal, and you'll taste the difference. Dick Bondell's Burgers and Fries, it's where you want to eat. Southwest 4th Avenue and 5th Street. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gator. This is Gator head football coach Billy Napier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Well, there have been some here in uh, the world of Gator who have not been happy with the athletic director tenureship of Scott Strickland. While at Missouri, where things seem to be going pretty well, they lost their athletic director, and it seemed odd to me. So, to find out more about this, going to talk to a first-time guest, Welcome Eli Hoff to the show, 
who covers Missouri athletics for the St. Louis Post-Dispatch. Eli, welcome. Thank you for your time. Um, on the surface of this, given where Missouri football is, I know basketball's having a down year, but you know the, the hire was good. What's the what's the scoop here? This doesn't this doesn't seem like this was a move that makes sense. Am I wrong? No, no you're not wrong. And, and real quick, just thanks for thanks for having me on. Sure. It's, it's a pleasure to join the program. Um, and, and you're right that it's it's something that is surprising on many fronts. Uh, one, just that Desiree Reed Francois' decision to leave Mizzou for Arizona uh, came as a surprise. This was not something that anybody outside the athletic department or even anybody really inside the athletic department expected to happen. So it's surprising on that front. And you look at sort of the the optics, the nature of the move, going from an SEC school that was very much on the rise to a school that's moving from the Pac-12 to the Big 12 and is is struggling with financial issues to to quite a large degree. I think $177 million in in debt. I've seen various numbers, but it's not a good situation down in Arizona. So an athletic director making that move, uh, it's it's not at all a move that you would expect to happen. So it's it's something that's that's certainly uh, interesting is maybe kind of a euphemistic word for it, uh, but it's it's eye catching for a lot of reasons. So in in your reporting, Eli, or what you found out, what do you think the reason is for her departure? Well, it, it seems like you know on on the surface level, she did go to law school at Arizona, so yep. there is uh, some familiarity with Tucson in that. Uh, but again, you know, I don't know if that alone is enough to to justify a move like that. Uh, what we've what we've started to look back at over the last few months of just what's happened at Mizzou is is some potential points of friction between Desiree Reed Francois and the University of Missouri's Board of Curators, which is like a board of regents or board of directors that that governs the university. Uh, that there were some things that you know publicly there there wasn't really much said, but there were some potential dust ups over some stadium renovation plans. Uh, going on here. And recently, that board of curators uh, decided to create a, a Mizzou Athletics Oversight Committee that four of those board members would have the power to request information and do more to monitor the athletic department as spending was going up. And so it's it's something that, again, that, that popped up about two weeks ago and seemed like it, it might be interesting. It might be something to keep an eye on, but not by itself or not at face value reason for an athletic department or an athletic director to just up and leave like that so it's it's still a little surprising even with all of that considered isn't her son on the basketball team am i wrong on that no he is yes he's a he's a walk-on on the basketball team that means that just seems odder that she would even leave then um so you go to arizona less money uh you know a, a school that has money problems of its own uh what's next for missouri in the hiring process here well, it's it's going to be a, a challenging hiring process. This is now Mizzou's fourth athletic director search in the last decade, wow. which is uh, not the sort of not yeah, that's not the sort of turnover you like to see uh, as a as a school, and especially when two of those athletic directors. This will maybe test some some Florida folks' uh, memories of Mizzou sports, but uh, Mac Rhodes, who was an AD several years ago, left at the time for Baylor, that was struggling with a scandal too. Uh, so you've had now two athletic directors leave for for programs that are again you know struggling through some of these. Uh, PR struggles. So it's it's you start to wonder what the what the maybe red flag is with the the Mizzou athletic department as they look at this. They'll certainly have plenty of options to tap who have ties to Mizzou athletics, having worked here previously. Mike Alden, who is the longtime athletic director that guided Mizzou into the SEC, uh, he has a whole sort of administrative tree of people who are now athletic directors. A group of five schools. So Mizzou will have options there. 
But you, you do wonder a little bit, is this oversight committee something that will hold people back? Will there just be broader questions about what working for Mizzou means if there's so much turnover? And all of that, I think, we'll, we'll start to you know maybe see some answers in the next couple of weeks. But it, it's not a search that anybody was expecting to have to do anytime soon. Eli, I hope I'm not asking a dumb question here, but being you know not being there, what exactly is the role of the oversight committee? Can they say to an athletic director, uh, look, I'm the AD and I want to spend money on an upgrade of the baseball facility. Uh, you can't do that. What exactly is that group's role? So that's not a dumb question at all. That's the right question to be asking. It's the question that we're all asking here. And uh, in, in right now, we just don't know. This committee popped up sort of quietly uh, two weeks ago tomorrow. So it's, it's not even wow. two weeks old. They haven't met publicly or privately. Uh, you know, all we have is a, a one-page document that explains why the board did it. And it was that they wanted to have more financial oversight, have the power to request some of this information and, and, you know, be able to keep an eye on things. Now, the strange thing with it, the athletic director already reported to the board of curators, which I think is true for probably every public school athletic department out there, that the AD is accountable to somebody, whether it's the president or the board or, or a combination of them. And so it's, it's, it's sort of weird to see that formalized in this committee, and, and we just haven't seen it operate. So that's, that's something else to watch as this search plays out. If the committee meets for the first time, in, in what goes on there, uh, it's just it's a it's an incredibly strange set of circumstances that you know that could be benign when it's all said and done, but it's something that at least demands asking the question. Eli Hoff joins us here. He covers Mizzou athletics for the St. Louis Post Dispatch. Um, what has been, if you can gauge it, Eli, the reaction of the fan base to her leaving? Uh, fans seem incredibly distraught by this. Uh, Desiree Reed Francois was someone who was incredibly engaged with fans. She would be at every event you could imagine from a, a Thursday night women's soccer game to all the football and basketball games, always shaking hands, always meeting people in the crowd, taking pictures, bringing kids down to get high fives from players. She was incredibly engaged with the fan base and just very well liked, especially because she was able to get results on the field with what some of these coaches have done. She made the hire of, of Dennis Gates, the men's basketball coach, who uh, even, even with a bad year this year, just has been in, incredibly well received by this fan base. So, and, and the surprise factor of it too, a lot of folks are frustrated. A lot of folks are looking at this committee now and saying, you know, what is this? Is this something that forced a, a beloved athletic director out? And, and people are, are noticing that the turnover that I mentioned just over the last decade and, and sort of wondering, you know, what does that mean for, for Mizzou sports going forward? Is this just a spot that people will come for a couple of years and then jet off to, to somewhere else that isn't even, <laughs> frankly, it's not even that it's a stepping stone to get to somewhere better. So, I think just a, a lot of a lot of questions and a lot of concern among the fan base right now. Last question for you. Uh, if I'm wrong here, tell me. But I think, you know, Missouri had a very high turnover for one reason or another of coaches. She hired, I think, the volleyball coach, a new baseball coach. That's the sport that I broadcast, and I know the coach there was there for a long time. You have a new one there. Uh, golf, I think, both golf coaches. Uh, so she hired a lot of the current coaches there uh any reaction from them in all of this well yeah well we actually we talked to, to dennis gates who, who is the the prominent hire there uh, about an hour and a half after the news broke and, and he was just effusive and, and thanking her for her support um and even some of the coaches who'd, who'd been around uh before desiree got here were, were you know quick to thank her in uh, in i think it's it's her departure will impact some of those non-revenue sports that you mentioned there a lot because she was someone who invested greatly in those, not just from a money standpoint, but in a time standpoint of, of making sure 
those coaches and those players knew that they mattered to her and to this university. And, and that's not something that I think every athletic director goes out of their way to do necessarily. And, and so that's something that, that they'll miss. Um, I know, you know, just seeing some of the, the kind of tweeted statements and, and early media availabilities, there's been some emotion from those coaches just because they, you know, they don't know if they're going to get that same kind of attention with, with this next hire or going forward. And there's, there's some unpredictability when you're a support, when you're a sport like that, that isn't bringing in uh, tons of money to the university. So, uh, those those coaches, I'm sure, are no doubt grateful uh, grateful for the opportunities. But again, I, I think they may have some of the same worries that the fan base does going forward. Eli, if people want to follow this story, where can they see your work? Uh, you can find us uh, online at stltoday.com. That's the St. Louis Post-Dispatch's website. Uh, I'm on Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> at by Eli Hoff, posting updates there. Uh, we'll have, you know, <laughs> there'll be a lot of news coming up over the next couple of weeks, so we'll do our best to stay on top of all of it. Great, great stuff, and uh, I think it lets our, our fan base here know exactly what's going on there. Appreciate your time, Eli. Thank you. Of course. Thanks for having me. You got it. Eli Hoff giving you the scoop at what's happening at Missouri. On the surface of it, yeah, it's her alma mater, but everything else makes no sense. Makes no sense. 1231, time check brought to you by Hayes Chittlery, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. This is Hub Brown, Dean of the College of Journalism and Communications here at the University of Florida, and you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Valentine's Day, the day and month we all think about love. Steve Russell here. Let me tell you something I love, my car. And I really love the fact I can depend on it day in and day out, thanks to my friends at Dave Mays Automotive. You see, Dave Mays Automotive is famous for their bug check. That means anytime you take your vehicle in, they go over it from top to bottom, looking for anything that might pop up down the road. This way, there's no surprises, and you could love driving your car. Brakes, tires, oil changes, engine and transmission services at Dave Mays Automotive, they take care of it all, just like they've been doing since 1975. They're at 2905 Northeast 19th Drive, the industrial complex behind the Sunnies on Waldo Road, and online at DaveMaysAutomotive.com. Dave Mays Automotive, they get the bugs out. Dave Mays Automotive, we get the bugs, all of them bugs, out of your car. Nothing but net. He hit that from deep. That was from another time zone. If you weren't here, you wouldn't believe it. Not so fast. You can't experience the thrill of a game without being in the arena. Just talk to the pros at Electronics World. Electronics World? At EW, it's a slam dunk. They have all the best gear to give you a seat at midcourt in your own home. TVs and sound from Sony, Yamaha, Marantz. With speakers by Bowers and Wilkins, Kef, Martin Logan, and more. Electronics World in Gainesville or online at electronicsworld.net. The new Okito America location in Tech City wants you to join in the fun. Okito Tech City Fun Fest is happening Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at San Velasco Tech City in Alachua. This free family event will feature over 75 vendors, Rides, games, music, food, and raffles, including a $1,000 scholarship to an Alachua County teacher for school supplies. Grab the family and head out to the grand opening of Okito's new Alachua location and celebration for the great businesses that make up our community. Okito Tech City Fun Fest. Free fun for all. FICARE Federal Credit Union serves only health care workers and their families. And now they have a fantastic fixed-rate visa with rates as low as 9.5% APR. So while other institutions are raising rates on their variable-rate credit cards, sometimes as high as the mid-20s, 
There stays consistently low with no annual fee. It's one of the best cards you have and has a rewards program attached to it as well. You're not going to find a card with that low a rate with all these features anywhere locally. FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org. Having health insurance is important. So if you or anyone in your family has Medicaid or CHIP, listen up. Check your mail for a renewal form from your state. Complete the form and mail it back right away so you don't lose your coverage. If you do lose Medicaid or CHIP, visit healthcare.gov to see if you're eligible to enroll in a low-cost, quality health plan. Keep your family covered. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Pleasant early spring weather for us on this Wednesday. High pressure building overhead, lots of sunshine for us. Temperatures getting into the mid to upper 60s. Clear skies again tonight. That's going to help temperatures to drop off. We're expecting lows again to fall to the 30s with patchy frost possible again for a third morning in a row to start off our Thursday. Then tomorrow afternoon, getting a little warmer, highs in the lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. It's a bird. It's a plane. The, the, the Dan Patrick Show. Dan Patrick. Yeah. Now you got some infighting with some players. Now you got family members speaking on behalf of some players. This is the kind of thing that you got to extinguish because it won't get any better as you go into the offseason. This is what, you know, the Niners and John Lynch, the GM, like you got to make sure you get everybody together. The Dan Patrick Show. Dan and the Danettes and you. Weekday mornings at 9, right here on WRUF. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. And now, more sports scene with Steve Russell, here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and online at WRUF.com. Former Gator Steffi Sorensen will join us in an hour to talk SEC women's hoops. By the way, the Gator women will face Missouri at home tomorrow. 3928255, email srussell at wruf.com. Nobody's going to give me what's going to happen tonight in basketball? Really? Also, James says, if we think the NIL is a cluster now, Wait till the federal government gets involved. I think the future is unfolding when the major conferences getting together to set their own NIL policies. Going to start in football and trickle down to all other sports, finally making the NCAA irrelevant. Um, I don't know if it'll make the NCAA irrelevant, but I think you'll see major changes. And by the way, I don't know uh, who's got money for what in terms of NIL and, you know, all these, you know, Florida Victorious or whatever they're called, wherever they are. But did you see where a player bought his mom a house? I couldn't buy my mom a house when I was in college. Just saying. Um, 
And if you didn't see the interview with the NCAA president, Charlie Baker, that a caller referred to, that uh, PG did, it's, it's very good. Um, but what's interesting to me, he had no remorse, uh, no empathy for coaches who are going through what they're going through with the portal and all of that. Uh, he said, quote, I've had conversations with a bunch of coaches who didn't walk out on their contracts. One of the things I hear from kids when I talk to them about this issue is coaches walk out of their contracts. What about us? And he has no problem with uh, kids transferring. He does want Congress to help. Um, and I don't know. I mean, look what I'm not going to get into politics here. You know how I feel about that. But it's February, and the wheels of government run slowly. The presidential election is in what? Nine months? Can, Cong can Congress get something passed when they can't even pass laws to help the American people? I don't know. I, I would not want to put my eggs in that basket. Top Jimmy, hello. Hey, good day, sir. Um, you are correct on what you referenced in your opening about the Notre Dame thing because of their – they're still called, what is it, an independent yep. or unaffiliated? Independent, yeah. So, yes, they cannot be – I heard that on SportsCenter this morning. They cannot uh, They cannot get a buy in the new 5 by 7 uh, setup for the because uh, they they won't be a conference champion. Yeah, they could be undefeated so, and won't matter. And, yep, absolutely. Yep, you are correct on that. Uh, also, a tip of the cap to your Rangers. They're on a pretty good heater. Eight well, in a row. Well, I watched uh, over the weekend when they came back and beat the Islanders, uh, yeah. which, you know, they were down, I think, 5-2, came back in 1-6-5. Yeah. And, you know, when you beat the Islanders in a game of that magnitude, you know, where it was, uh, it was pretty sure. good. Yeah, they're playing pretty good pretty good hockey now. And then beat the Stars last night, which the Stars are no, uh, stars are no slouch. There's a pretty good, pretty good squad in Dallas. Yeah, just playing uh, well. Yep for uh, for the nice game, everything's pointing toward it being a shootout. I guess the uh, you 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 uh, alluded to that earlier too. Uh, I, my opinion is it's going to be either a shootout that Florida wins by say three to seven points, and and hopefully not the other way around where I think it might be a shootout and Alabama blows them out of the Coliseum. Your opinion on that? Yeah. Uh, okay. okay. Thanks, Tom Jimmy. I, you know, anything's possible. Look, did anybody think Florida was going to blow out Auburn the way that they did? No. Um, it's possible, and Alabama can do that because they can go on runs. But because Florida's pretty good offensively, and and Alabama's not great defensively. I, I don't know. I, I think Florida has a good chance to hang with them here. Jeff, welcome to the show. Hey, Steve, how you doing? Good. So again, I admit it. I, I'm I'm taking a bait on five and seven, though I haven't really read the stories on it. But I thought I was under the impression that yes, the automatic the bids go to the Power Five conferences. Then the next seven best seeds. Then they reseed. So. 
you're saying that even if you might be a three-loss team from one of the Power Five, who's maybe 17th ranked in the country, you're gonna they're gonna still be a top five seed. I'm, I'm taking Notre Dame out of the equation. Yeah, because that makes no sense. The five zero sense. It guarantees the five highest ranked conference champions inclusion. Yes, and then the next. Well, no, that's that's well inclusion. Inclusion doesn't mean they're going to be the top five seeds. Right, exactly. Correct. Highest ranked. So I, I'm, I'll be stupid here. Let, let's say that you, you had uh, the, the five highest ranked conference champions were 6th, 10th, 12th, 14th. Yes, they would be in because you're a okay, conference champion. In, but let, let's say then because one, the lowest one of those is a very low seed, maybe in the 20s or low teens, then they may not be one of the top five seeds. Couldn't Notre Dame take a five, a five seed away then? No, because they're not a conference champion. So the, the, the highest the they can be five, is five. That's the highest. They can be unbeaten. The highest they can be is five. Okay, so you're you're saying, again, sorry, I'm bad radio, but you're saying that if you're a top five, the top five highest conference champs, are guaranteed the top five seeds in the playoff. No, I'm saying Notre Dame, because of where they are, can be no higher than number five. That's what I'm saying. Or, or number six, because the top five would be the power five, right? Top four. There's no power five anymore because of the Pac-12 going away. Oh, the Pac-12, that's right, power five. Hmm, okay. Perplexing. Perplexing yeah. to me. Now, but okay. the actual so going, language, going back to- it assures... The conference champions from the four, the SEC, Big Ten, Big Twelve, ACC, a spot in a spot in the playoff, along with the highest ranked group of five conference champion. So let's just say, uh, I don't know, um, but I, yeah. Tulane, right? Okay, then they would as the highest ranked group of five in the conference champion. They would then get in in the playoff yeah that's still now that you clarifying that does it still makes it unclear to me why notre dame unless it explicitly says notre dame can't be higher than fifth in the because again if some of those guys they might be assured that they're in the playoff based on those teams you just mentioned but that doesn't mean they're one of the top five seeds and someone will have to be round out the top five seeds in in notre dame or a four seed maybe or a three seed you know I don't. I don't know. Here's here's an example that I saw. I hope this makes sense. In 2021, remember Cincinnati was unbeaten. They were number four. They were the American Conference champ. Okay, the ACC champion was Pittsburgh, but they finished at number 12 with two losses. In the 12-team format, the four highest-ranked conference champions will receive a first round bye. Yeah. So Cincinnati yeah. would, would yeah. have a bye there because they're they're higher ranked. Yeah. I, I know the assumption is is that those four conferences are mega conferences and they're going to be the best teams probably. Yeah, that is so. yes. I, I think it's a safe assumption. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, my my feeling is that you know I'm totally for the playoff, but if you're taking twelve teams, guess what? Just like the NCAA tournament, you put them in a barrel and reseed them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, so it's goofy, but okay. So the NIL thing, you know, uh-huh. and, and uh, 
that you guys were bringing up and Baker was talking about. Again, I think I brought this up before, and I think we're going to go this way. There's a real simple solution to both problems, the portal and the NIL. Okay. I'll bite. It's like a Dartmouth. They've got to become employees, and they are employees, because then they're subject to all the rest of the crap that the rest of us are subject to. If we want to break a contract, there's a penalty to be paid. If we want to leave, there's a penalty to be paid. And if you're going to get NIL money, we're going to set the terms as your employer, not some third party whatever's going on. And so my, once we get past this, then those things are going to be, some of that will settle down. If you listen on a regular basis, uh, I've been saying that's coming for a long time. I think unionization yeah, I will come. I think all that will come in time. All right. Hey, okay. one other thing, if, if I could, and I, for some reason, my work, I can't ever participate to call in, but I would love to hear Mark's perspective on, I, I know baseball is more sacrosanct with statistics, but I would love to see assists be awarded when, when someone gets to the line to make free throws. If someone's made, dropped them a dime and just because they got fouled, your dime is going to be erased. So if you go to the line and shoot two free throws and you make one of two, that guy gets half of an assist. If you go to the line and get both free throws, you get two. If it's a three-pointer, you get a third for each one he makes of his three shots. I think assists should be, you know, doled out for those for the free throws. I'd love to hear Mark's perspective, and I'd listen to it on the podcast. Well, but, see, I don't think you can. I'll tell you why. You're making a huge okay. assumption there, Jeff, that the shot mm-hmm. would be made. But, but that's just it. You're not, be, you're not rewarding him the full assist. You're rewarding him in the percentage of the free throw that they make. So if he makes one of the two free throws, but no, 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 no. But but, but you can't. But but that premise is flawed, because again, if you if you throw him a great pass, right underneath the basket, and there's a foul, well, you can't assume the basket is made. That's when that's when an assist is given when it's. You can't assume that. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. The rule change is not for the – it's not for – you now get assists for a basket made. It's for points scored. So if, that guy would never have made the points if you didn't make him the dish underneath the hoop. Just let, You know what I'm saying? So uh, just, yeah, I see now. Yeah, that I think I know what he would think, but I'll ask. <laughs> I, I know. I just love to hear it. Okay. Thank you, Jeff. Uh, Got to get a break. 1248 time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center, here's what's trending now on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Alexander Mathias. Gators softball and baseball play night as the Gators take on UNF in both sports. Softball will start at 345 when the Gators take on UNF in a doubleheader. Florida is coming off a close loss to number 6 Oklahoma State on Monday. Kendra Falvey and Skylar Wallace will lead the charge in Jacksonville, looking to keep the Gators undefeated against the Ospreys across 15 matchups. Gators baseball is back in Conjuring night as the Gators try to win the series against UNF. The two teams meeting last night ended early when Tyler Shelnut brought Luke Heyman home on an RBI double in the seventh to enact the 10-run rule. Tune in right here at 345 for softball coverage and then immediately after at 645 for coverage of Florida baseball. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Alexander Vefeas. FM, 8.50 WRUF. For a long time now, I've been telling you about Southeast Car Agency at 310 Northeast 39th Avenue in Gainesville. For years, I've purchased my vehicles from the Cousins family who've operated that business for 40 plus years. 
And in all honesty and candor, the vehicles I've purchased have been great for me. Lasted me a long time, maintenance-free, and that goes a long way. Remember, if you're looking for a new vehicle, they don't have any. They do have the best in late-model, low-mileage vehicles. Go online, secars.com. You can check out what's there, and you can go see them in person, Northeast 39th Avenue. Test drive the vehicles. Ask their sales staff for help. They'll be glad to do it for you. And when you do so, check out the selection and the variety of vehicles. There's a lot on the lot and a lot for you to choose from in terms of make, model, price range, etc. When you go see them in person, make sure and tell them Sports Scene sent you to the good people at Southeast Car Agency. You know International Diamond Center is the best place to buy diamonds and fine jewelry. But did you also know IDC will buy from you? Diamonds, heirloom jewelry, estate jewelry, Swiss watches, coins. Don't be afraid to come in and get a price on something that maybe it's an heirloom that you want to sell or you're just checking to see the price. IDC owner Keith LeClaire has a vast network of collectors and buyers around the world so IDC can always find a market for your jewelry. We always pay a very strong price to buy. There's a resale market that's there and we pay top dollar for top merchandise. We have people all over the world that we sell to. So some collectors are going to pay way more than any consumer is going to pay. We'll give you the best possible price, no games played, and you'll get the check or the cash, whatever one you want. Let IDC appraise what's in your jewelry box. You might get a pleasant surprise. Sometimes they come in, they have no idea what's there, and then all of a sudden they walk out with a $28,000 check. International Diamond Center, online at shopidc.com. Can your IRA stand up to the next financial crisis that our top economists are saying is at our doorsteps? By allocating a percentage of your IRA into physical gold and silver with a tax-free rollover, you can diversify and safeguard your holdings from turbulent markets and economic downturns by putting your IRA back on the gold standard. Find out how to safeguard your assets with a tax-free rollover with a Genesis Gold IRA, the only IRA that can hold physical precious metals. Call now for your free gold and silver report. Protect your IRA today with one simple phone call and learn how to qualify for up to $10,000 in free silver. Call Genesis Gold Group, empowering faith-driven stewardship. 800-361-1289. 800-361-1289. That's 800-361-1289. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. When it comes to moving your stuff, you need to ensure you hire the right people. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is veteran-owned and operated, and they use that training and experience to get the job done right the first time every time. Need furniture, junk, appliances removed? They can do almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Call Gator Hauling and Junk Removal and get the job done right. Call 352-665-JUNK. That's 352-665-JUNK for a free estimate. Call Gator Hauling today at 352-665-JUNK. From the diamond to the dugout, we are your home for Florida Gator baseball. We are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, 
WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Corey Brewer, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell, right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Sounds good with the police coming in. Welcome back. Let's bring in Greg to the show. Hi, Greg. Hey, Steve. Love the bump music. You're always jamming. Hey, Steve, I was looking at some stats from last year's game, and we all know what a different team this Gator team is, but I didn't realize Colin Castleton was actually the leading scorer. They did beat us pretty soundly, 97-69. to 69, Bama did. But uh, Castleton led all scorers, and I think it'll be interesting to see how the bigs play today. I know they're two different teams, especially with on Florida's end, but you always ask your high school coaches and even some of the college coaches, Steve, so I'm going to ask you, what does Florida have to do in order to get the victory tonight in Tuscaloosa? And I'll listen off air and go get okay, it. Okay, thank you. I think it boils down to two things. Got to make shots. Florida's an offensive team. I- I'm not saying that Florida can't win a defensive game, I think it can, but that's not its M.O. And it's harder to do that on the road, obviously, than it is when you're home. But Florida's proven, especially lately on the road, they can score. So make shots on the road, and number two, limit Alabama offensively. Try to slow them down. They make a lot of threes. Can Florida play well enough defensively to have them make less threes. I think those two things, and they sound simple, but that's what it boils down to a lot in a game like this. Something simple, right? If you, if, if for example, if Florida's guards, that's the strength of the team. If they play poorly, I doubt Florida wins. Because I think, I think their play fuels the play of the bigs. So that's another thing I think that the guys who normally play really well, you know, Pullen and Clayton have got to play. Well, Andrew says, do you think they'll ever change March Madness? Buys or changing seeds after each weekend, etc.? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, I do think, however, they will eventually expand the field. I don't see how you can't. It's a huge moneymaker. Uh, I would be shocked if that isn't done. William says, I think the Gators have a 50-50 chance of winning even on Alabama's home court. Uh, okay. Lucas says, for baseball, oh, my God, a baseball one. He'll bite. He's a Cubs fan. Think we'll be better under our new manager. What say you? Well, I was sad to see David Ross, you know, Gator, uh, not be retained there. But in Craig Council, uh, argue, I mean, look, it's pretty. he's in the top five of all managers in baseball. You know, what he did, I, I thought he, the Mets would go after him very, very uh, aggressively. And I don't know whether they did or not, but if they didn't, they're idiots because he is really good. Uh, I don't think the Cubs are a playoff team with how they're constructed, but they got close last year, and I think they'll be close this year. But I don't think they will eventually make it. Uh, but they're going to probably be, have a better record than my Mets. I'll say that. And I wish – you don't think so? Oh, come on, Jose. The Mets are looking better this year. I, it, how? 
Look, they don't have a bunch of dinosaurs in their team. That's that's one thing. Uh, what? I'm sorry? A bunch of dinosaurs on their team. Like, dinosaurs? Okay. Yeah. Last year, you had Verlander and DeGrom. Both of them missed a bunch of time. Yeah. So, I think relying on youth, it's going to be better for them this year. It could be, but that youth also has to perform. And that's, the, the for whatever the reason. I mean, think about Pete. Think about the bear, right? The polar bear hit 216. Or something like that, 220, 26, whatever he hit. But he had all those home runs. That's okay in this day and age of baseball. But guys that had off years last year have to have good years. I think the Phillies are going to be good again. And other teams in that well, – now the Marlins were a surprise team last year as a playoff team. I don't think they're going to be in the playoffs this year. But I think other teams have gotten better. Uh, if, if the Mets – get in at all, there'll be a wild card. I don't think they're good enough to win the division. Now, if Diaz is back as their closer, that will certainly help. You know, he wasn't available last year because of injury, a fluke injury at the start of the year. But I don't know. I guess I'm just ingrained with all of my teams to think they're going to suck. And then if they don't, okay, good. Because that's the way it usually works when I'm really – like last year, right? All those guys on the roster, DeGrom and Verlander, what happened? They completely disintegrated. So maybe this year with not as much expectation, they'll do better. Hour 2 coming up. Want to hear from you? ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. WRUF Gainesville, U251CG Gainesville. From the Spurrier's Gridiron Grill Studios, we are ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. People who suffer from arthritis are getting real pain relief with exciting biologic therapies at QC Kinetics. The success rate is there, and there's no better way to treat yourself when it comes to dealing with pain. Meet Tyler Vale, co-founder of QC Kinetics, who says they can't cure arthritis, but they can treat the pain. If you think of the tide coming in and out on the beach and what it does, it erodes the sand, right? Can't stop the tide, but eventually when the sand or the beach gets bad enough, we backfill that beach with sand so that we get generations of enjoyment with that beach again. And the same thing happens with your knee or your shoulder or your hip or your back. We want to backfill the problems that have happened to this point. I'm not stopping the tide, so I'm not stopping the arthritis, but I want to get generations of enjoyment out of those joints again. Call QC Kinetics now for your free consultation. Learn more about how restorative biologic therapies can get you real and lasting joint pain relief. Call QC Kinetics, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. Now with offices in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages. 352-400-4550. The new Okito America location in Tech City wants you to join in the fun. Okito Tech City Fun Fest is happening Saturday, February 24th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at San Velasco Tech City in Alachua. This free family event will feature over 75 vendors, games, music, food, and raffles, including a $1,000 scholarship to an 
Alachua County teacher for school supplies. Grab the family and head out to the grand opening of Okito's new Alachua location and celebration for the great businesses that make up our community. Okito Tech City Fun Fest. Free fun for all. Hey folks, it's Steve Russell for Dick Mondell's Burgers and Fries, where you can walk up or drive through for the freshest burgers in town made to order. Great shakes, an outdoor patio umbrella seating area as well. If you're in a hurry, order online for a quick pickup at DickMondell's.com. Welcome to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Let's talk some sports and have some lunch on ESPN 98.1 FM and 8.50 AM WRUF. Welcome into Hour 2 of Sports Scene for this Wednesday. Jose Tovar, our producer. I'm Steve Russell. Thank you for taking time out of your busy day to join us and hopefully talk some sports today. Uh, we haven't talked football in a while, so uh, I wanted your thoughts on the 5-7 model uh, that we will have. Uh, your, what's going to happen to Gator basketball tonight? They're going to win? They're going to lose? Let me know what you think and why. Uh, don't forget softball today, baseball today for your listening enjoyment. Numbers to call three nine two eight two five five. You can email s russell at wruf dot com. I don't think in twenty five and a half years of doing this show, I've ever been asked this question. Um, Pamela says, Steve, I sometimes listen when I'm at work and I enjoy your show. I've often wondered why you don't have more females calling you to talk sports, especially with gymnastics, etc. You've done this a long time. Do you have any thoughts? Uh, no. I've wondered that occasionally. You know, and I don't want to make this a uh, a gender thing because it's not. For for whatever the reason, sports talk I think nationally is just dominated uh, with male callers. I'm not saying that's right or wrong. I think that's just the fact of the matter. But I mean, I hope anybody and everybody understands anybody can call here and talk about whatever sport you want. That's okay. And as good as gymnastics is, for example, as good as track is, for example, and we all know the O'Connell Center is sold out for when LSU comes here this weekend. Nobody calls and says, oh, what about that that uh, bar routine by Jane Doe? That just That's just how it is. BB says, concerning NIL help, at present, the only thing Congress is good at is passing gas. But a boom Where's my, my rim shot when I need it? What combination of stats for the game do you think might mean a win tonight? I don't know. I don't know. I, that, that's, that makes my head hurt. Uh, I, I boil down to sort of general things in the sense of, again, I, I don't think you're going to shut Alabama down, especially at home. So can you slow them down? And can you hit shots on the road? I, I mean, if you're talking about the simplest thing, that to me is it. Said he heard Chuck Oliver yesterday said something about the drama in Gainesville, and now I feel better about the Auburn 
quarterback situation. You have any idea what he was alluding to? Zero. None. Uh, anybody else knows, let me know. Uh, he says, long story behind the question, but what's your favorite song from The Who? Who? Uh, boy, that's there's so many of them. I'm a, I'm a big Who fan, and I think they're, for as good as they were, they were underrated. Under you know, when you start talking about great greatest groups, underrated. Um, boy, let me give that some thought. I like Pinball Wizard. That's probably one of them. But I'll give it some thought. Three nine two eight two five five. Email s russell at wruf dot com. Um, I didn't know if you knew this. This is an interesting phenomenon. I want you to listen to this carefully. Florida lacrosse is moving to the Big Twelve Conference. Think of that. How screwy this is. Because, again, not enough teams in the SEC play the sport. Florida's going to join San Diego State, UC Davis, Cincinnati, Colorado, and Arizona State next year. This is the fourth conference Florida's been in since starting their program in 2010. Remember, they were in the American Lacrosse Conference, the Big East, and then this year, final year in the American. So they're going to be in the Big 12, a power conference for an SEC school to be in. That's kind of weird. Uh, and in all years of conference play, whatever conference Florida's been in, 77 and 7, 25 and 1 in the AAC. 31 and 1 in the Big East, 21 and 5 in the ALC. It's pretty interesting. Monty says Bama 107, good guys 104 overtime. That'd be entertaining, Monty, if that's the case. Uh, Patrick says behind blue eyes for the who. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a lot of them. All right, let's get some calls here, I hope. Steffi Sorensen, former Gator, will talk SEC women's hoops, bottom of the hour here. The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly, joins us tomorrow. By the way, congratulations to Williston boys. I tried to get their coach on yesterday, but couldn't. Uh, but they advance to the state semifinals in boys basketball. And even though Gainesville lost and Buholtz lost, uh, Fort White lost, very good seasons for them. So, uh, Congratulations to Williston in boys and Hawthorne in girls are going to go to Lakeland. And Williston, of course, is the defending state champ. Let's go to the phones. Uh, Adam, hello. Hey, Steve. Uh, great show, man. Beautiful day here in Florida. Um, it's a nice day, man. Um, so apparently Miles Garrett, is has been have you heard any news about him i have he's been uh promoted within on the florida strength and conditioning staff that's been out for a day or two yep okay 
So as I was speaking a few days back that, you know, uh, Fitzgerald uh, plan is apparently in place and the guys coming in behind him, uh, the players, especially Trey on Webb, came out and said, hey, you know, players are backing this guy. So that's, that, that's promising for the Gators. Just a little uh, nugget right there. Um, yeah, I mean, it's Tyler Miles, by the way. I think you said Garrett. It's Tyler Miles. Oh, okay. That's right, his name. Fantastic. Yeah. Yep. All right, fantastic. I, I like to see that. I mean, that that was what was necessary. What say you on that? Well, of course it is. I mean, you have to replace the guy. That that goes without saying, sure. And, you know, the fact he's yeah, already been on the staff, uh, some of the players went to bat for him, that's good. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. Um, as far as uh, tonight, uh, we need to crash the glass, but keep, keep them, keep them uh, posted up outside the arc. Um, make shots, and I hate to say this, man. I I, I think we're going to show good, but I think we're going to lose by five, man. Go Gators. Thank you, Steve. Okay, I hope Adam, I'm wrong. Yep, thank you. Um, look, if Florida wins this game, it's an upset. Alabama's good. They're higher ranked than Florida, and, you know, I, I think if you ask them, they think they should win at home. But it, it's why you play the game. You don't know what's going to happen. So uh, we'll see. Um, I guess if I had to guess my, my two who favorites, Pinball Wizard and uh, Who Are You, would be my two. But I could have three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's a lot of great Who songs, BB. So. But those probably are my two. Uh, okay, uh, a couple of emails here. I want your thoughts on the 5-7 model. I know it's not controversial per se, but at least it gets more teams in the playoff. And isn't it interesting? I saw something on X today about Dan Mullen. Would Dan Mullen have been good enough to get Florida in the playoff? Given, you know, what he can do on offense and all of that. We'll never know, obviously. And does it really, in the big picture, matter? No, it doesn't. But it is interesting. I don't hear anybody talking about Florida being in the playoff certainly, at least this year. Um, but let's face it. There's got to be improvement. I don't think there's any question. Uh, by the way, did you see the Pac-12 hired Teresa Gould? She's the first woman Power 5 commissioner. She was the deputy, so not a big surprise she was uh, elevated, and they're still Power 5 because the current season is still going on. When spring stuff ends, well, then the Pac-12, for all intents and purposes, ceases to exist. And by the way, you see where even this late date, Alabama is having to hire coaches. They just hired an offensive coordinator. And all, I want to tell you what the effect of the portal does and what the effect of 
coaches taking jobs does. Georgia State's coach left the program for another job. And he left it in the middle, I think after two days of spring practice. They canceled spring practice. Imagine that. They don't get spring practice. I don't know why the current staff couldn't have done that, but maybe they took off too. But how? how's that for those kids? That's awful. That's just awful. But that's part of what you have here when it comes to that. And that's just it's just too bad. And you go to ESPN.com and look under college football. There's a terrific column about the late Buddy Tevens. Uh, of course, coached here at one point, but coached at Dartmouth. Um, and for those who don't know, I mean, Buddy was on the show uh, many times over the course of his time at Dartmouth, but uh, he was the one who advocated for less hitting in college athletics uh, and was part of the Manning passing camp, a big part of it. Um, it's a good read, and it tells you a little bit about a guy who is uh, really, really good. One fifteen time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WYUF. Sports Center. Here's what's trending now on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM WRUF. Good afternoon. I'm Jada Ross. Tune in tonight as the Gators softball and baseball team play against UNF. Softball coverage will begin at 3.45 PM. Baseball plays at home, but if you can't make the game, listen in here at 6.25 PM. Softball is currently 8-2, while baseball is 1-1 after having two games rained out this weekend. Turning to Hoops News, Gators men's basketball plays at Alabama tonight. The Gators are the underdogs with the current ranking of 24, while Bama is number 12. This is an important game for both teams as March Madness begins in a few weeks. The UF women's and men's diving teams are also competing today in Alabama. They are currently at Auburn competing in the SEC championships. The competition started Monday and will continue to go through Saturday. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jada Ross. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. FICARE Federal Credit Union. It's only for Florida health care workers and their families. Place I've done my banking for over 30 years. Good place, good people, and it gives you a lot of different options. For example, a fixed-rate visa with rates as low as 9.5% APR. While other financial institutions are raising rates on their variable rate credit cards as high as the mid-20s in some cases, at FICARE Federal Credit Union, theirs stays low, and it has no annual fee as well. It's one of the best cards you can have and also has a rewards program attached to it. You're not going to find a card with that low a rate with all of those features anywhere else locally. To find out more about what FICARE Federal Credit Union can do for you, go online FICAREFCU.org. That's FICAREFCU.org. 
Hi, this is Dr. Luis Rodriguez of Exceptional Dentistry. Hear what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. So I have a full upper dental implant and full lower. The bottom is removable. So I had everything removed and replaced. I take them out every day, clean them, and put them back in. They snap on securely so you can eat with comfort and everything else and you don't have to worry about laughing and them coming out. <laughs> I was dumping so much money into like replacing each individual tooth. I was like, I'm not doing this anymore. I'm going to find an alternative. I love it. <laughs> I can smile a big smile now and not have to worry about missing teeth. It's a great place. I highly recommend it. This is Dr. Luis Rodriguez. And if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at exceptionaldentistry.com. That's exceptionaldentistry.com. Florida law requires you to remain at the scene of a crash and to call for help. Leaving the scene is a felony offense that includes losing your license and possible jail time. After a crash, stay at the scene, call for assistance, and wait for first responders to arrive. If you have information on a hit-and-run crash, report it by calling Star FHP or anonymously to Crime Stoppers at Star Star 8477. A message from the Florida Department of Highway Safety and Motor Vehicles. It's your Daughtry Tree Service Tree Care Tip. Late winter is a great time to prune your trees and raise the tree's lower canopy for better sunlight to your lawn. Daughtry Tree has been helping their Gainesville and Alachua County neighbors for over 30 years. They provide dependable, quality service at fair prices for any size job. Tree trimming and removal, stump grinding, debris or storm cleanup. Visit DaughtryTreeService.com today for your free estimate. Trust Daughtry Tree Service, your tree service people. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. Tire Rack sells only the best, like the Firestone Winter Force. Go to TireRack.com slash Dan. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will be shipped fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com slash Dan. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. If you like using debit over credit, don't you think it's time you also got rewarded? Well, now you can with Discover Cashback Debit. It's a checking account that rewards everyone with cashback on everyday purchases. Plus, you're not charged any account fees, period. Whether you're moving, starting a new job, or headed into that next stage of your life, whatever it is, Discover Cashback Debit is for everyone. Check out eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashbackdebit. Discover Bank, member FDIC. From athlete activism to athletic achievements, we have you covered. Your home for every important sports story. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. This is Coach Steve Spurrier, and you're listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Before Steffi Sorensen joins us to talk SEC women's hoops, let's take some calls. Byron's up first. Hi, Byron. Hey, Steve, speaking of women's hoops, uh, Steve, man, I don't know if you caught that all-star uh, thing. The game probably was a joke, but uh, Steph Curry shot against uh, one of the NBA WNBA ladies, yep. and I, I thought that was a no-win, but, man, I got to 
take my hat off to that lady. And I think she to beat most of the men shooting. It's incredible to watch what those ladies have done over the years. Uh, probably starting to watch about 20 so years ago. And even in softball, you know, they were just slap hitting and to watch what they're doing and how they feel in the ball. It's amazing. Those girls been working out. And next, Steve, uh, I went to the St. John's game the other night and uh, I said in the berm and I, I didn't know that you can hear you out there like that. So, I enjoyed your call, and, and one of the most uh, moments that stuck out to me was uh, around the third, fourth, or fifth inning when they did that bunt and did it perfectly. And you were saying that, wow, those guys come from up north, and they're ready. But I was impressed by St. John's. I sat out there by the dugout and a little bit and watched them, and those guys came to play, man, and they were ready. I don't know what they're doing up in New York, but they practice in baseball. And last, Steve, Gator basketball, man, if they can hear me, guys, go out there and put it up, man. No fear. Play like the St. John's team did. Anything can happen, man. It might fall in and go Gators. All right, Byron, thank you. Uh, Bernard, hello. Hey, Steve, uh, this game tonight, interesting game. Two high-power offenses. Uh, you know, the Coliseum is going to be tight, and they're going to draw energy from that crowd. I think it's important to start a game. Florida just needs to hang tough and withstand that. Uh, that charge, Mike Tyson said everybody has a plan until they get hit in the mouth. Florida's going to get hit in the mouth probably early in the game. They're going to have to absorb that punch and just hang tight and stay in the game. Hopefully in the second half they can do what they did in Kentucky, maybe get a few stops and pull out a win. But I think you got two prolific teams on offense, and uh, hopefully – you know, the, I think the start is going to be important, Steve. We, we could possibly get blowed out, but I hope not. Steve, you have a great day. Bernard, thank you. Uh, hey, D, what's up? Hey, what's up, Steve? Uh, team with the basketball theme here. Uh, just great win the other uh, Saturday against uh, Georgia. Uh, shout out to our Hall, man. He uh, he really did his thing. And, uh, you know, UGA, they, they can play for 30, 35 minutes, but they can't play for 40 and you know, that's what I was hanging my hat on. But as far as tonight goes, Steve, uh, this, this game is going to be about defensive discipline, Steve. Uh, we're going to have to trade twos for threes. We can't get, number one, we can't get caught up in playing Alabama's game. I mean, it, even if we hit a couple threes, we can't, we can't get seduced into thinking that we're going to turn into the Splash Brothers playing their game because if we do, uh, if we try to play Alabama's game tonight, we're going to get killed, man. We're going to – and defensive discipline, Steve, if a guard blows by you, let them have the layup because what Alabama wants to do, they want to drive and kick for threes, and they got about five or six guys that could hit threes. So, you know, give up the layup, but don't give up threes. That's that's what I mean by uh, defensive discipline. Yeah, they got – I thought I saw the other day with guys that, you know, played a lot. I think they had four or five guys that were shooting 40% or better from beyond the arc. That's pretty good. Yep. So, to your point. <laughs> yep. So, uh, this is a big game, big game tonight, man. So, even if we lose, man, uh, we still got them back here in the old dome. So, uh, it's not the end of the world if we don't come through. So, should be a great game. Be good, Steve. All right, D. Thank you. You know what I think helped Alabama in the long run? They lost three consecutive games when they played Purdue, Creighton, and Arizona. And they got beat, all three of them. And then they kind of scheduled Eastern Kentucky and Liberty. And their first game in the SEC was at Vanderbilt, and they won by three. So it isn't like they started the SEC and they were just on fire. But when they get beat, 
if Florida can do this, and I don't think they've got the team yet to do it, and you heard Brian Passink, who's from the network at Alabama yesterday here, Tennessee physicaled them. Tennessee is a physical team, and they kind of made it that kind of game, and they held Alabama to 71 points. Now, that was also on the road. This is not on the road. When Auburn beat them, okay, Auburn put 99 up on them, but Alabama still scored 80, I think. So what's that tell you? You're probably not going to out-physical them because that they're, they're similar in that respect. So you've got to hit some shots. You're going to have to do that. And the last two games, they've scored 100 points plus. They did it against LSU. I think A&M was the other one. So they're coming in hot. But this is – if I'm Todd Golden, I'm telling my team it's almost like house money. What do you got to lose here? You want to no, – nobody's going to – no coach would ever say this. But if you split with them, I think you're okay. I think you're, you're, you're definitely okay. Uh, William says, you think the Braves will have five players over 30 homers or three players with over 40 like they did last year? Well, a lot of that depends on health. Uh, I would say three over 40. Having five over 30 is a lot. So I guess just law of averages would tell me three with over 40 is certainly possible. But look what happened to Acuna last year, right? MVP season and nothing in the playoffs. It's a whole different game. The light is brighter. What you did in the regular season doesn't mean anything. Texas Rangers. Anybody pick them to win the World Series? Anybody pick them to be a playoff team last year? But they have a great manager in Bruce Bochy, and they won it. 127, time check brought to you by Hayes Jillery. Steffi Sorensen joins us next to talk SEC Women's Hoops, ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. In orange and blue and fortified on the campus of the University of Florida, you are listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. Think you have to travel to New York or Los Angeles to get a deal on a five-carat colorless diamond in a -a one-of-a-kind designer setting? What if I told you people from those cities came here for these exquisite pieces of jewelry? Here to International Diamond Center. Welcome to the IDC Prestige Collection, a truly breathtaking array of large, rare diamonds, two carats and up, hand-picked for maximum brilliance and certified by the GIA. In addition, International Diamond Center is one of only 14 dealers in the world offering De Beers Forevermark Exceptional Diamonds, featuring magnificent diamonds, five carats and up, including the rarest and most exquisite diamonds on the planet. The IDC Prestige Collection and the Forevermark Exceptional Diamond Collection are for the discriminating shopper with refined taste and uncompromising standards. No need to travel or have it flown in from a broker. It's all here, every day. One of America's most impressive displays of large, rare diamonds, along with the most sought-after design rings in the world international diamond center at celebration point across from the theaters 
Hey, Florida residents, are you part of an organization or business that provides services to seniors in need? If you answered yes, the Florida Department of Elder Affairs needs you. The department relies on statewide partners to help address the needs of Florida seniors. If you're interested in joining the partnership program, please call 850-414-2138. Thank you for supporting the seniors in your community. This message is sponsored by the Florida Department of Elder Affairs, the Florida Association of Broadcasters at this station. If your king or queen sago palms have been invaded by Asian cycad scale, it's time to fight back with organic Summit Year-Round Spray Oil. It kills Asian cycad scale and other insect pests. But Summit Year-Round Spray Oil contains no chemical toxins. Insects don't build up a resistance to this horticultural oil, so it keeps working every time you spray. Summit Year-Round Spray Oil is available at fine garden centers and at summitresponsiblesolutions.com. When it comes to moving your stuff, you need to ensure you hire the right people. Gator Hauling and Junk Removal is veteran-owned and operated, and they use that training and experience to get the job done right the first time every time. Need furniture, junk, appliances removed? They can do almost anything you can think of quickly and affordably. Call Gator Hauling and Junk Removal and get the job done right. Call 352-665-JUNK. That's 352-665-JUNK for a free estimate. Call Gator Hauling today at 352-665-JUNK. We put security systems on our homes and cars, cybersecurity on our devices. But what about our money? Radiant Credit Union wants to secure your earnings with our adjustable rate certificates. Right now, you can earn 5.45% on a 12-month term. Secure your future now and enjoy the peace of mind that comes with maximizing your savings growth. Visit RadiantCU.org secure and start earning today. 12-month certificate requires $1,000 minimum balance to open. $10,000 balance to earn APY. Federally insured by NCUA. From the UF Weather Center, here is your WRUF weather update. Pleasant early spring weather for us on this Wednesday. High pressure building overhead, lots of sunshine for us. Temperatures getting into the mid to upper 60s. Clear skies again tonight. That's going to help temperatures to drop off. We're expecting lows again to fall to the 30s with patchy frost possible again for a third morning in a row to start off our Thursday. Then tomorrow afternoon, getting a little warmer, highs in the lower 70s. From the UF Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Megan Borowski. Having Canty and Michelle are unsportsmanlike. I don't know that the Milwaukee Bucks right now have any other choice but to win a championship for this to work. Like, I don't think you can get to the finals for this to be considered a success. I think this is as much pressure as any team in sports right now has. Like, the only way out of this is to win. The only way to shut everyone up is to win. Unsportsmanlike with Evan, Canty, and Michelle. Weekday mornings at 6 right here on WRUF. Follow ESPN Gainesville on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Stay up to date with the latest information, interviews, stories, contests, and events. We are 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF, the home of the Florida Gators. Sports Scene with Steve Russell continues here on ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. Southeastern Conference women's basketball, our next topic of conversation as we bring in from the SEC Network. You see her all the time. She's doing games. She's on the set. Steffi Sorensen's a busy person. Hi, Steph. How are you? Hey, Steve. It's good to be with you. Does, you know, the, doesn't the traveling after a while, I mean, you, you love your job, but man, it's grueling sometimes, Ooh. isn't it? Well, I, I slept in five different hotel rooms this week so uh 
To be able to sleep in my own bed last night was top notch. <laughs> and I just got out of the sauna with uh, some friends. I'm feeling good. And of course, I'm back in Florida, so it's beautiful weather. So nice day to reset. But yeah, we're everybody, teams. Um, commentators, refs, we're all in the thick of it right now, uh, heading into March, but wouldn't trade it for the world. Yeah, little little things mean a lot, that's for sure. Um, let me, I haven't, I didn't get a chance to talk to you uh, after what Caitlin Clark did. Uh, as a female athlete, as a basketball player, what has she done for the sport? Wow. Well, I mean, how cool was that moment? Um, the Logo 3, uh, you know, I was in the studio with Nikki Fargus, who coached in the SEC, and now she's the president of the Las Vegas Aces, and obviously watching Kaylin Clark and, um, you know, the, thinking about the impact on the next level. But we're in, we're in the moment. We're watching her um, in that game, and she goes, I think she beats it with three shots. Three shots, Logo 3 gets it, you know, so so, so easily. And we're all like, you know, yelling in studio because, you know, it's it's been remarkable. I think she brings so many eyeballs and the way that she plays, Steve, I've never seen anything like it. You know, like there's there's just been so many conversations and debates. And I don't I don't recall like a time where we had like people debating Caitlin Clark now. Yeah. You know, like debating a women's basketball player and who's the best and like on a national scale where like people are being kind of disrespectful and that happens on across the board on all kinds of sports right like football and men's basketball and nba and all that and everybody's chatting all the time and this and this person but i hadn't heard it like now there's like debate over caitlin clark and if she's the best and it's good like i'm not used to having that conversation and what i've noticed is now i used to get asked not to like get off topic. I, I used to get, why don't you want to do men's sports? And now people are like, wow, you cover women's basketball. Like that's so cool. Do you get to, you get to cover Caitlin Clark? <laughs> do you get to see Angel Reese? Do you get to talk to Don and Kim? Like it's, it's probably one of the most popular sports right now. And I think that Caitlin Clark has been such a huge piece of that because I, I don't know about you, but like, I think she's the most entertaining player I've seen, you know, Diana Taurasi, I mean, she's in that conversation. And we, I'm not, that's not even the legends before that, like Lisa Leslie and Cheryl Swoops and all them. But in my lifetime of like watching players, men's and women's, I'm like, Caitlin Clark has got to be the most entertaining player right now in college basketball. Would you agree? Or, I mean, what do you think? If she's not, she's close. There's no question. Yeah. There's no yeah. question. Um, let's go to the SEC. I also think it's remarkable what South Carolina has done and what Dawn Staley has done because, look, every I don't care if you're playing the worst team in the NCAA, everybody's out to beat you, and they find a way. What's her? What makes her such a good coach? You know, she's really honest, um, and I think it takes honesty with your players in today's world of there's no fake promises hey, come here, you'll start, you know, I'm looking at the starting five, and Steve, she's got five starters and five starters after that. And How do you keep all of those players happy in a time like this? And I think I, I've just talked, we've interviewed many of them after games, and she's like, well, well, Don doesn't, like, lie about my playing time. She's like, you might not play this year. But, like, everybody wants, like, they know the impact long-term and what she can do for them. And I think her, um, just the intangibles she brings, her leadership, I mean, 
I think that she just keeps it real with everybody, and that goes a long way with coaching and with players and, like, that trust in a relationship. So, like, that – I mean – X's and O's aside, I think it's that, that real radical honesty that she has with players that really builds that rapport that she can keep Penn McDonald's All-Americans happy. Because that is a very difficult thing right now when everyone could be one foot, one foot out the door. You know, I was watching uh, the highlight show the other day with you, and they were showing Florida, Kentucky. And I heard you say something to this effect that you know, when we're seeing this video, we're seeing, you know, the Gators get off to a good start. And then, you know, as the video goes along here, you know, here comes the other team. Florida's had a lot of games like that. But I really think this, Stephanie, if they – it's going to be difficult to beat Carolina or LSU. But Florida's capable. If they can, if they can just avoid that, stay healthy the rest of the way, can they not make a decent run in the SEC tournament? I think they can. That's uh, Someone asked me the other day, uh, Peter Burns was like, you know, what do you think about Florida? I said, I think that they, they can be a sleeper team because, um, you know, all of their losses have been very close. And, you know, that was a tough loss to Kentucky. Like, I mean, I watched, obviously I'm watching it, and Kentucky, you know, can, can when they're inspired and they're playing and they've got energy, like, you know, they can be a tough out. And I think coming off that overtime loss to Ole Miss, you know, and then you go on the road, statistically we've seen in the SEC, you know, teams have struggled and can, can go back-to-back losses. In fact, there's only two teams in the entire conference that have not gone on a two-game losing streak, which is South Carolina and, and Tennessee. So it's been so competitive this year that you can't just roll into a game and Kentucky right now last in the league, you know, and gets the better. Of, but I think Florida could roll in and get the better of a top-seeded team. I, I I just think, they, you know, the way that Correa and Matharu have been playing and the way that they've been able to score it, um, and now I think they're comfortable without without Rashea Kyle. I think it took them a while to figure out what their MO was going to be. And I know we talk a lot about Ashlyn Watkins, and I was just thinking about this before he called me, of South Carolina being sixth player of the year. But how can we not talk about Leilani Correa? Yeah. Leading the SEC in conference play off the bench. I mean, she has got to be in the conversation. I think she flies under the radar. And I think I, you know, I try to talk as much as I can about everybody. When I'm on, you know, when I'm on television, I'm covering the, the league because people can fly under the radar if their team's not doing that well. And I think Florida still is like, what's crazy to me is like I still see them as like a bubble team, even though I know they're not getting any love. But if they win, you know, through their next three, I mean, you get to like seven wins, you are still in the conversation. So like, I'm I'm very curious how they can close the season because they they definitely are a sleeper team in the conference. Steffi Sorensen from the SEC Network joining us talking uh, SEC and women's basketball. Uh, I don't normally ask sort of uh, highbrow questions, but I'm going to ask one here. Um, as somebody who's played the game, uh, I think the popularity of women's basketball is at an all-time high. It's really great to see. Why do you think the sport has become as popular as it's become lately? I think we have really marketable players. And it's statistically proven, I think, that women are better on social media. And be that may, what, what, take that however you want. Um, you know, think about the Livy Duns at LSU, Angel Reese. You know, I was just with Angel Reese on Monday. You know, I texted her, I said, hey, you know, I got LSU, Texas A&M. And I'm sitting down with the Bayou Barbie. I think, first of all, amazing name, right? Yeah, it sure is. Bayou Barbie, <laughs> trademarked yeah. it, like genius. 
Okay. She's on the cover of Women's Health. And she came in, that was her fourth cover since she's, you know, been at LSU. And they came and shot that magazine cover in the middle of the season, like at her house. And I was like, oh, that's a very casual thing to say. You know, like that is her norm. And I think that, you know, there's, there's more females maybe on social media and they, they're looking for role models or inspiration. And I think that, you know, they're, and, and their presence is, is finally being felt. I mean, I know when, when Caitlin broke the record, I was looking for that shirt, the Nike shirt that everybody <laughs> had in the crowd. I don't know about I was looking for that. I'm trying to buy that. And I, I kind of, you know, I, I really love it. And um, that the females and in our sport is getting the attention because we've always told stories, but now I think we have a bigger platform, Steve, to tell it to a larger audience. And people are like, wow, I really like this person, or wow, I don't like them. Either way, it's, it's still good. It's still good for the game. Um, and it's just it's been kind of fun to watch these players that we used to talk about, but now like our national brands. Last question for you. Uh, it wasn't that long ago in the sport where when it came to winning a national title, you, you know, maybe you had three or four, five teams that you'd say, okay, they have a legitimate shot at it. This year, as you look at things nationally in terms of teams that could win it, uh, is, is it more than that now? Is there, are there a greater amount of teams that could win a national title now? Yeah. You know, it's funny. I was just talking with my brother-in-law, and he was like, you know, I'm looking at, you know, doing my, my bracket for the tournament. Like, who do you like on the women's side? Is South Carolina just that good? And I was like, South Carolina is just that good, right? But we, we said the same thing about them last year going into the Final Four. Yeah. And they, you know, they obviously lost, right? So it just takes one team to beat them on any given night. And I think, and I was starting to list out, he's like, well, who do you like? And I start listing one, two, three. I mean, I'm like, Here, here's six or seven teams. You know, you think about the Pac-12. It's, it's been the best, strongest league yes. um, this season. The big, you know, you never can count out Vic Schaefer in Texas, and what about the ACC and NC State, and then Iowa and um, Ohio State? So I think, I mean, there's in my mind, you know, six or seven teams if they play the right way. I mean, crap, we just saw how how Georgia on Sunday game day was there. Georgia came out and was leading South Carolina, and Georgia's the in the bottom of the SEC. So it just takes 40 minutes where you play your best. And, you know, you can take down a team like uh, South Carolina. I mean, I do think that this year they are better. Um, they're more complete. But the parity, is, it's, it's not just one league. I think it's all power fives, you know, really top to bottom that have gotten better, including the SEC. Well, you heard Steffi. You can see her, watch her uh, on the SEC Network, and it's always a pleasure to have her come back here and talk to us in Gainesville. Thank you, and we will talk again soon. Thanks for having me, Steve. I appreciate it. You got it, Steffi. Anytime. Steffi Sorensen's done great. <clears throat> you know, when she was here in school, um, I was doing the women's games back then, and you could just, you know, she looked the part if she ever got on television, uh, and there she is. She's done a great job, too. 144, time check brought to you by Hayes Jewelry. Final segment coming up, ESPN, 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. Gainesville Sports Center. Here's what's trending. Now, 
on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Good afternoon, I'm Jada Ross. Tune in tonight as the Gators softball and baseball team play against UNF. Softball coverage will begin at 3.45 p.m. Baseball plays at home, but if you can't make the game, listen in here at 6.25 p.m. Softball is currently 8-2, while baseball is 1-1 after having two games rained out this weekend. The UF women's and men's diving teams are also competing today in Alabama. They are currently at Auburn competing in the SEC championships. The competition started Monday and will go through Saturday. Turning to Hoops News, Gators men's basketball is also playing in Alabama tonight. The Gators are the underdogs with a current ranking of 24, while Bama is number 12. This is an important game for both teams as March Madness begins in a few weeks. That's your Gainesville Sports Center. I'm Jada Ross. ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. Sick and tired of achy joints? Dread the idea of surgery? You need to call QC Kinetics today. Hey, it's Steve Russell. The state of healthcare is always changing. The old ideas like steroids and surgery are no longer your only options. Regenerative medicine at QC Connects is transforming lives with innovative, non-surgical, drug-free treatments that deliver lasting results. Knee pain, back pain, shoulder pain, from arthritis or injury, don't let this pain keep you from living your best life. QC Kinetics advanced state-of-the-art treatments harness and direct your body's natural ability to restore and repair damaged joint tissue. This is a revolutionary approach that can get you long-term relief with no downtime. Make 2024 the year you reclaim your mobility, reclaim your independence, walk and run and play and live without the danger and trauma of surgery and without harmful drugs. Call QC Kinetics now with clinics in Gainesville, Ocala, and the Villages, 352-400-4550. That's 352-400-4550. QC Kinetics. Hi, this is Dr. Art Mowry of Exceptional Dentistry. Listen to what our clients have to say about their experience at Exceptional Dentistry. Then I was going in to have chemo, and before we put in my port, I called and said, I need to come in because that's one of the things about being healthy, is to have healthy teeth and mouth and wanted to get uh, looked at before I went in. They worked me in right away, and I felt so much more confident about going into chemo and also having them back me up as my health care team and the family that's behind me and that. Dr. Art called us and said, is there anything you need? And you just don't understand what that means until you go through it, that you've got people behind you, plus such a caring group of people that you can call at any time and say, I have a problem. This is Dr. Kim Mowry, and if you think you have dental problems that are too big to overcome, we're here for you. Please visit us at ExceptionalDentistry.com. That's ExceptionalDentistry.com. Hey, Bill, is that a new car? Nah, it's my same ride. I just got the dings taken out and repainted. I got it done at Mako in Gainesville. Wow, looks sharp. I thought it was a new car. Honestly, I was shocked at how good it looks. I'd recommend Mako of Gainesville to anyone. Give your car a brand new look. Take it to Mako in Gainesville. Excellent service and a fast turnaround on quality warrantied work with 0% financing available. Visit MAACOGainesville.com or call 352-371-4251. Mako of Gainesville on Main Street. Man, it is a beautiful day to fish. Here's your life jacket. You know I can swim, right? So could a lot of people who died falling overboard. Come on, I'm not a kid. Fatalities are often men over 30. It's too hot to wear one. These new ones are comp- <sighs> There, happy? Ooh, I got one! Glad you wore the life jacket? Okay, yes. Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission reminds you to wear your life jacket. Visit wearitflorida.com. Wear it, Florida. 
Hey, it's Steve Russell for FICARE Federal Credit Union, the place to bank for health care workers and their families. Throughout the 29 days of this leap year of February, they're knocking off 2.9% APR off of any automobile refinanced from another financial institution. And when members use their concierge auto buying service for new vehicle purchases, they'll also qualify for 2.9% off their already low regular rate. It's the place I've done my banking for over 30 years. FICARE Federal Credit Union online, FICAREFCU.org. Coming up at 4, it's the tailgate with Jeff Cardozo and Pat Dooley. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF. And on your phone with the WRUF radio app. This is Gator soccer coach Samantha Bohan, and you are listening to Sports Scene with Steve Russell. Right here on ESPN 98.1 FM, 8.50 AM, WRUF, and anywhere in the world on the WRUF radio app. Yeah, I think I read something about this song. Papa was a Rolling Stone. Um, that when he talks about that was the day my daddy died, it was actually the day that the lead singer of the Temptations' father did die. I thought I read that someplace. Uh, by the way, just for thought here, you know, everybody has a bracket, right? Jerry Palm, you know, everybody talks about Lenardi. I'm just going to give you his from CBSSports.com. Uh, he's got Auburn as a five seed now, South Carolina as a six seed, Tennessee as a two seed, Ole Miss as a ten seed, Florida an eight. Yeah. And his bracket in the South Regional, they'd be matched up against Nevada. Uh, also, South Florida's in. As a 12, 12 seed after beating uh, FAU, Alabama is a three seed. Mississippi State is a 10 seed. His last four in, Nebraska, Colorado, Cincinnati, and Gonzaga. First four out, Butler, Texas A&M, Oregon, and Seton Hall. And Texas A&M is doing itself no favors. They're not playing well here they're only 15 and 11 and not playing well uh down the stretch uh we'll see what happens with that all right we got about uh six seven minutes here still plenty of time to hear from you uh 392-8255 you can email s russell at wruf.com don't forget the voice of the gator sean kelly here tomorrow uh we'll break down florida alabama the vanderbilt game is a sellout uh again and that just, look, I, I just think this fan base is just chomping at the bit to have its major sports be good again. And that is one way to make it happen. And basketball is, uh, you know, kind of at least getting there uh, to make it happen. All right, let's get uh, two or three uh, emails here. If you have a call, you can get it in. And obviously, we've got softball coming up today, baseball coming up later today. Uh, we hope you'll be able to listen uh, to those broadcasts today. Uh, Paul says, let me get my email here. Okay. Uh, Gators in it all the way tonight. Lose near the end 
but the Gator effort is good and we'll have something to build on. Okay. Philip says, uh, Steve, did you see Liam Peterson pitch? Did you expect this from him? I saw him pitch twice, and I was very impressed with the way he pitched in inner squads. And I said this earlier in the show, obviously Kevin O'Sullivan saw something to put him in there on, uh, as a young player uh, in a weekend rotation and come out really well. And it doesn't mean he's going to be that way all year long, just like it doesn't mean Kate Fisher's going to be bad all year long. So, but yeah, I mean, I, I wasn't shocked because he'd shown that, you know, throughout practice. Uh, we'll get a quick call from Andrew. Andrew, hello. Yeah, hi, Steve. Regarding tonight's game, I, I was going to call earlier and I got caught up in something, but uh, you may have mentioned it. Um, Alabama's physicality. Um, I know it means something in the bigger leagues, like ours and the Big Twelve. Are, uh, uh, I don't. I think we will win this game tonight because our guys are a little more physical. Now they got Sears. I know he go. They pop out on the three. He'll burn it up from out there and and beyond. Actually, a couple feet back too from the three point line. You never know how it's going to go, but because you, everybody's shots have to drop. But if I had to pick right now, because I am looking through Gator glasses with basketball, I think we come away with a six point win and surprise Bama uh, with our physicality, Steve. I don't agree with you. Okay. I, I don't know that anybody has ever described Florida as being a physical team. They're, they're not a uh, soft team, but they're not a good team. They're not a great team defensively. If you said that, if yeah. you told me Tennessee, yeah, yeah, and Tennessee proved that. Because when they, now they uh-huh. played in Knoxville, not in Tuscaloosa, but I watched that game and Tennessee was very, very physical with Alabama, and they held him to 71, I think, in that uh, game. Uh, well, Hulk, uh, our guy Hawk, our, our freshman kids, like Hawk, he, he's gained 15 pounds just being in the, straight, the strength program with Coach Lopez, I believe. Well, let me ask you this question. When Florida played, yeah. Texas, when Florida played Texas A&M, would you consider A&M to be a pretty physical team? Uh, that's all about all they got going for them in many many games. Uh, Alabama scored a hundred on them. Yeah. So, but I mean, well, could A&M's it work? Has been up and down. They really. have. I mean, they lost a bad one the other night. They did. Home. I mean, could it work that Lock way? It could. Saw. It could. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it could. We'll we'll see. Um, and remember, after this game, uh, for, uh, Alabama's got Kentucky. They got a stretch of Florida, Kentucky, Ole Miss, Tennessee, and Florida. So this will really test them because they've got a tough five-game stretch here. Yeah, that elephant's going to be... Yeah. Okay, thank you. All right, thank you, Andrew. Uh, Brian, hello. Hey, Steve. Um, hey, we haven't used the, um, the, the communication between um, the quarterback and the, and the coach for the calling in plays. Are we going to do that this year? Uh, you lost me. In what respect? The, 
the communication with uh, radio and in that place? No, no, that's, I believe the ACC approved that. I don't think any other league has, to my knowledge. Does that work? If we play an ACC team, does that work out? Like you say, for the state, can they use it? Well, you have to have the you have to have the software and whatever to do that. And I don't know that if you're not, if you don't play an ACC team on a normal basis, if you would have that, uh, that would be my question to that. I'm not sure of that. Gotcha. Okay. Right, okay, thanks. thank you. I could be corrected there, but I think I think the ACC is the only one that's uh, approved that. Uh, Andrew said CBS had an article that said like 20 teams have won every conference league game. St. Mary's is trying this year. I was shocked the 2014 Florida team went unbeaten, not even the NOAA team. Um, or maybe did not go unbeaten. That kind of proves your point. Winning a championship is not, only, is, uh, not the only reason to play. I don't really understand that. Um, you have to help me with that, Andrew. I'm not sure the point you're making there. If you're making if you're, if you're making the point that it's hard to win, uh, it is hard to win. It's hard to win a conference championship. If that's what you're saying, it is. And when you have as many good teams as this league has, uh, it's very difficult uh, to win games like that. There's no question about it. Don't forget, we've got. Gator softball coming your way today. Gator baseball coming your way today. Enjoy those broadcasts. And I uh, want to thank Jose for producing today. And thank uh, Steffi Sorensen from the SEC Network for being here. And then Eli Hoff, who talked about the Missouri athletic director situation with uh, their AD suddenly stepping down uh, from the St. Louis Post-Dispatch, who covers Missouri athletics. Uh, and, uh, I think I thought I had one more email, but I don't. So I will tell you about tomorrow. We'll check on softball. We'll check on baseball. The voice of the Gators, Sean Kelly will be with us at one o'clock tomorrow to look back on Florida, Alabama, uh, Friday, hope to have the Columbia baseball coach here as Columbia will stroll into town for a weekend series with the Gators. So we're working on some other people as well. We hope you will join us again tomorrow. You're listening to ESPN 98.1 FM, 850 AM, WYUF. I'm Steve Russell. Enjoy the rest of your day.